Welcome to episode one of the Design Insider podcast. Look forward to uh, growing this with you and uh, informing you and hopefully entertaining you. So let's get into it. I'm your host, Tyler Warble with Silvergate Technology, and I am here with EJ Silver and, as we just discussed, Melinda LaFray, right? That's correct. Oh, I got it. (laughs) Sweet. So thanks for coming on, guys. Um, EJ, you're with Studio 41. That's right. Our company is called uh, Studio 41. And thanks for pronouncing uh, my name correctly. That's a little bit easier. So <laughs> You're more than welcome. Thank you. <clears throat> and Melinda, you are with Wake, Wake Wiki, Wiki? WikiLeaks? Yeah. <clears throat> Wake Lefray. Wake Lefray. Yeah, we joke. Wiki, Wiki, Lefray. That's where you got that. Okay. <laughs> Um, so how do you guys, uh, how are you involved here? What's yeah. So we're, we're hosting the show here at, uh, one of our locations here, at, uh, the downtown area. So we're at Hubbard and Franklin. Uh, this is one of 15 showroom uh, locations that we have, wow. uh, studio 41 is a family owned business for me. So my grandfather started, uh, uh, the beginning portions of our business. My father took over in the early nineties and expanded it to what it is today. Um, my younger brother and sister both work in the business, so very much family-oriented. Uh, we are uh, the biggest distributors um, and representatives of all the major lines for plumbing, decorative hardware, cabinetry. Uh, we also have a huge window manufacturing plant, too. Uh, so a very diverse company. And then you know a lot of our clients are designers like Melinda, and, and, and we have a huge trade presence here in the downtown area that we work with. Um, and we've been part of the River North Design District since uh, since day one. I, I would like to say we were one of the original members. So wow. um, that's worked out really well for us. We've loved being part of the organization and looking forward to uh, talking more about it on this podcast. All right. He's a natural. I, yeah, I won't is. be as eloquent. I, I practiced that earlier. So <laughs> I don't know what the rest of the town will say. Okay. Um, a little bit about me? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. So um, as EJ said, I'm a designer and we purchase product through Studio 41 and his fantastic staff here. Um, my business partner and I, Jacqueline Wake, will be in business for three years this year, which sounds crazy to me. Um, yeah, it goes by really fast, uh, like a blink of an eye, literally. Um, <clears throat> I'm based out of Chicago, and she's based out of Des Moines, Iowa, which is new for us, uh, okay. the split and transition. So we're pivoting and dancing and having fun as we figure it out. Um, we specialize in residential interior design. We do small boutique projects, but mostly residential, remodeling, things of that nature. And we've been part of River North Design District for three years, so since the inception of our company. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. So how did you two meet? Was it through R&DD? Well, actually, um, somewhat, but beforehand, before we had met. um, I think we met at a networking event. Probably. I mean, it it all kind of blurs together at this point. But uh, (laughs) at your original firm, we had uh, worked on a a project uh, together called, or not together, but we we were both working on the same project called Nine West Walton, which is a really high-end condo project here in the city. And so we had overlapped there, and I think through networking events too, mostly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so so I've met... uh, I had the privilege of meeting EJ's parents when they were building their condo at Nine Weldon oh, nice. with the firm that I used to work with. Yeah, and they're uh, they're pretty cool people. You yeah. see where he gets it from. Yeah, they're they're tough. They're tough cookies. <laughs> That's great. They did right. Yeah. Oh man. Um, so is that a project you want to talk about? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you know, like Melinda was saying, you know, the the bread and butter of our business is still you know single family remodeling, new construction. You know, working with 
everyone from homeowners, designers, builders, contractors throughout that process. So, you know, our clients use our showrooms to make selections. Um, we work hand in hand with the designer, but also the builder and contractor in terms of delivering product, of servicing the product on the back end. Uh, and then for myself personally, uh, the multifamily realm is something that I got into kind of over the last five or six years. Um, Nine West Walton was kind of the premier first kind of coming out project. It was kind of, I wouldn't call it a big break, but it was a project that has now sort of um, been the starting point that led to a lot of others. Um, so it was a really fun project. We supplied um, all the plumbing, so all the Callista, really high-end designer type product. We also did all the door hardware in the building too. Met a ton of cool people. There were a ton of athletes in that building. Wow. Um, made a lot of great connections um, and ended up actually working on a lot of the homeowners' other houses in you know Aspen and other parts of Chicago. So it was just a great um, experience, a great learning experience for myself. And like I said, it's, it's um, helped open the doors to a lot of other developments and developers throughout the city. Uh, worked on a lot of really exciting uh, condo projects throughout the city, um, apartment projects. And uh, last few years have been pretty good for that. There's been a lot of development in Chicago. So yeah. it's been really nice. And how was your experience on... Walton. Brief. I uh, I left <laughs> I left that company um, about a year into the project. Yeah. So um, yeah, met some cool people, uh, did some really beautiful things, but I bowed out pretty pretty early, and yeah. then partnered with Jacqueline. So nice. um, yeah, so I never got to see it complete, but um, I hear it's beautiful. But there was a lot of customization on that project. So, I mean, it was a lot of work, especially on your side dealing with yeah. uh, the I mean, cabinets at the time. Ca- yeah, else. so the company was custom cabinetry, and my role in that firm, the beginning of that project was like a project manager type thing, and then mm-hmm. I got moved into a senior design position. And, um, and so a lot of engineering, a lot of a lot of things go into designing a kitchen. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's more work than one might imagine. But we're very lucky to have that be our job because I have to tell you, organizing a kitchen is, I I love it. It's it's nerdy. Yeah. I've been doing it since a small child, so it's it, I get like geeked out about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's it was a it was a good time, you know. And then bathrooms and custom wardrobes are always fun. I mean, the dressing rooms I've completed will blow your mind. I mean, it's it's good fun. Wow. Nothing like you know inventorying some really luxury shoes and handbags to set a girl's head heart spinning. <laughs> Right? That's, that's pretty great. Yeah, it's good fun. Um, all right. Let's see. Ooh. Okay, so is there a project you want to talk about? Me? Yeah. <laughs> he, he says that. He said so sly. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know if there's necessarily like a, a project per se, but um, something that I think is kind of fun Um we we have a client who's living through her renovation, mm-hmm. which it's a full gut remodel. And <clears throat> I have to tell you, she's very brave for this. They're camping out in one of the rooms. And it's uh, it's really sweet. Every day she comes home and she videotapes as she walks in the door. And she does like this whole tour and she sends it to me, myself, uh, myself, Jacqueline, uh, her adult children and her sheer joy and her trying to figure out like, well, you know, because we're ripping down the studs, we're replacing subfloor, we're switching out valves. And she's like, Oh, what's this and this. And it's just so, it's like seeing a kid discover (laughs) the the world for the first time. And it's, it just reminds me like how incredible 
and how lucky I am to like provide this for her, you yeah. know? So every day she's like, oh my gosh, this is so, it like provides me with such joy and excitement and I can't wait to get home. And yeah, yeah so she's, I think we have like seven or eight videos right now and it's, I mean, they're incredible. They're, they're absolutely priceless. Yeah. So do you like that more so because you get to share what you do with her or? Yeah, I suppose so. Like yeah. I, you know, coming into interior design was a, like a, I don't want to call it like a later in life because it's certainly not, but I didn't decide to do interior design until I was, I went back to school like 22, um, and I finished my degree at 25, graduated, so 10 years ago. And uh, I chose interior design because I, prior to that, was in education, fine art, and psychology. And I was just like, what the heck am I going to do with this? I'm miserable. I don't want to be a teacher. Yeah. Uh, so I went back for interior design, wrapped that all up. And I think part of the job that I love is that I get to really utilize all aspects of that. So my fine art is utilized in creating these experiences experiences for my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, it's living art really. That's how I treat it. Um, and then, you know, the psychology of it really getting behind what they want and not, they don't know what they want. A lot of people don't know what they, I don't know what I want. I couldn't possibly even try to design for myself. Don't ask me to. Um, so I really get into like what drives them, what motivates them, what they hate, what they, you know, what can change. And, um, in a remodel, that's my favorite because they've lived there. They think they know what they want they go, oh my gosh, I wouldn't even think about this, but it's so much more than I could have imagined. And then, you know, the teaching aspect is I get to educate them about the process, materials, um, different ways of life that they didn't know were possible because we get used to what we're used to. We know what we know. And if somebody doesn't teach us, how will will we learn, right? It's all about the education. Yeah, that's my long-winded explanation of (laughs) my roundabout way to interior design. How about you, EJ? Well, I I think, you know, building off a lot of things Melinda said, I mean, you know, people come in with an idea of what they want. They, you know, I think a lot of times collaborate with their designer, kind of have a vision of what they want to do. And Mm -hmm. the beauty of it is when they come into one of our stores, they can see stuff, they can kind of, you know, cross things off and and kind of really narrow that process down and make it a little less intimidating Mm because it is an intimidating process. There's a lot of selections when you're remodeling or building a home and you know, what we try to do is, is kind of be there every step of the way and offer all the different products, all yep. the different price points. So it's not, you know, always super high end or super entry level. We try to be kind of all across the board. Of course. Uh, so we're kind of more open to, uh, you know, uh, a bigger amount of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you were asking about a specific project that, you know, it's really exciting right now. Um, you know, a lot of the hotels right now in, in the city are, are remodeling. It's yeah. something where... You've got Airbnb. You've got all these people who are trying to up the game, right? Of trying course. to be more luxurious and, and be more modern. So I'm working on a Four Seasons right now. It's really exciting. Wow. Uh, the remodeling, a lot of their bathrooms, a lot of the rooms. And so we're supplying fixtures there. Mm-hmm. Um, super exciting, super fun. They're uh, really opening it up to me to kind of help make the selections. Wow. Which is really fun. Um, you know, a lot of times, you know, on our side, we're supplying all the material. We're kind of consulting everything. And sometimes we're more heavily involved in the actual selection of it. Yeah. Uh, so this one was uh, for myself very exciting, and uh, um, but yeah, no, I think the the process of you know working with someone like Melinda makes it a lot easier for us because yeah. a lot of these a lot of clients are doing their home for the first time, and right. it's nice to work with experienced um, designers who can kind of work together to make that process easier. Yeah, EJ's totally right. I mean, it's really all about the collaboration and. You know, we're lucky to have incredible showrooms like this one that we're sitting in right now for that reason. You know, 
EJ is, of course, talented, but he's also has a very talented staff surrounding him and supporting the situation. And I can rely on all of them to assist with me, especially when I'm in a pinch, which we get into once in a while. And they always come through, which is yeah. which is nice to have a reliable situation. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like you got to flex some art muscle. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's fun. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is, uh, is there any technology that you guys have used in any of your projects? I think some plumbing fixtures yeah. now, if we're talking about bidets. Oh, uh, sure. And, um, go down that route. Yeah. You know, fancy different, toilets. Yeah, fancy, fancy toilets. toilets. Yeah, That's, I think we were yeah. talking about some of our own personal experiences. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a tough uh, topic to sometimes talk about, but those are the things that we do get into. Mm-hmm. Um well, I mean, and Linda, you're in people's homes. I mean, so your conversations are probably even more. We have some very know. intimate conversations. Right. Yeah. And so yeah. I get that a little bit, you know, uh, marriage counselor, all that type of stuff. We get involved in that side of things. But in terms of technology for products, uh, tons of cool stuff in the plumbing world. Um, you know, uh, like you were saying, bidet toilets are really popular with like the warm seat and everything automatic. It pretty much <laughs> talks to you, that whole deal. Uh, people love those. It's a great investment. It's something you use every day, uh, obviously. So it's... Uh, there's a wellness factor to it as well. Um, a lot of things are becoming touchless in the kitchen and bath. So you've got kitchen faucets where you're, you know, they're touchless on and off uh, or where you can touch it and it, it, it turns on. People love that technology. Uh, lighted mirrors, um, Alexa um, controlled lighted mirrors are really popular where you wake up in the morning. It tells you the, temp- the temperature, the weather, and it's all in the mirror. So there's I heard it tells you that you're beautiful too, so if you need to hear that it. That too. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, only for certain... No, yeah. it's, certain <laughs> it's a special feature. You it's a special feature. Yeah. yeah, you gotta <laughs> pay extra. Um, so that's also uh, something that's great. Uh, steam in the shower. You know, just all these different things that can make uh, everyone's everyday lives a lot better. Mm-hmm. And so uh, uh, I think technology is just only going to help in that regard. And it's yeah. a matter also... You know the the value that we bring is being able to explain it, being able to use it properly in the setting, yeah. and then also tie in the design element to it too. So it's kind of a, um, you know, a full thing there. Yeah. Now, are you seeing the design side going more towards technology or? Yeah, um, and like in our everyday how we design something. Yeah. I mean, we use we use technology. Create. I mean, especially now that. Um, well, I shouldn't say especially now. Jacqueline's always been. We've always been kind of far away. Um, she was splitting time between Chicago and Switzerland before moving to Des Moines. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So we've never, we've never, <laughs> it's nice being in the same time zone now. Yep. Um, so we have to figure out ways to communicate, um, electronically, you know, obviously yeah. we use, um, different design programs that assist with us. I am archaic in my knowledge. I can I can't even figure out how to work Google Docs. I know it's embarrassing. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have a tough time with that too. If you don't yeah. Yeah. My 10-year-old my niece is teaching me. Um, but I am, um, yeah, so, but, you know, and then in the everyday, you know, walking into people's homes, what they, I think, request most are everything that EJ said. Um, and then, you know, you go to the appliance side and appliances have programmed recipes and you can turn them on from your phone, you know, you're running late, da, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's always important. And then of course, security systems. I mean, mm-hmm. you invest so much in your home that yeah. you want to protect it. Um, not only the physical investment, but like, you know, your family and all those, all those yeah. good things that we like to keep around. Um, but, um, beyond that, I, people love, um, I think you guys do a lot of this is are the, the lights. Like you just tell like everything to like, Yep. Turn off, it locks your doors, your, like everything's secure. And that really provides a peace of mind in this day and age when everything's technologically driven. Yeah. 
make sure that you use it properly. <laughs> and I think that's that's a really smart way. So we get a lot of requests for things like that. Um, and then people love uh, hidden TVs. So <laughs> things that fold yeah. away or fall behind something and slide. But yeah, so there's always that. Designed to hide. Designed to hide. Ooh. Did you just coin that term? I, I do have I do have that hashtag. Yeah. yeah. You do? Yeah, I do. Oh, that's pretty okay. Good. Yeah. I've had that for a little Just while. Just continue to impress me. How much are you selling it for? What's uh, going right right now? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think you can afford it. <laughs> Let's do it right now. It's going to in front of everyone. <laughs> I, think, I think it's got like, I don't know, 25 posts. So. Ooh. Yeah. Posts. yeah. So that's it's a like, lot. Uh, $100 per post? Or how Absolutely. Does that work? Okay. Oh. Easily. We'll, we'll figure that out at the show. All right. Big spender. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I should have started uh, a little bit lower. I think you need, a, you think you need to hit them back. Yeah. 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 150 per post. Yeah. I hope so for you. I'll do 90. 90? Okay, done. <laughs> Lower. Um, we got to work on your negotiating skills. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> it worked out well for me. <laughs> um, so have you noticed a change, and this is new for us in the past year, um, to circadian rhythm lighting? So not only can we control stuff, we can actually change the color of the light. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's. I love that you brought this up because... Um, color temperature totally affects us. Right. And not only that, like our, um, mental and physical well-being, but it also, um, affects the way that we perceive our surroundings too. Mm -hmm. So different light temperatures, um, perceive, you know, first of all, everybody perceives color differently regardless. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not answering exactly what you want, but what I'm perceiving this to be is um, we have clients who want to um, really be able to control the temperature of their lights. So Mm -hmm. if they're feeling um, like a very warm, like very warm, um, let's say like 27 Kelvin or something, like a yellow Mm -hmm. warm light. And then in the mornings when they're like trying to get ready for work and they want to go straight up clinical, we go all the way up to (laughs) 5,000. Like let's party, right? Let's get, let's get crazy in the bathroom, get ready. Um, But beyond that, I mean, I I haven't had anybody ask for like a green, red, blue, purple lighting. Not quite yet. That's more accent stuff. You think? Yeah. I always thought that was interesting because you could light up an entire home with, uh, you know, red, but it's so intense. Um, so I, I demo and test stuff for our company and, uh, I switched all the light bulbs in my house to, uh, RGBW bulbs and, um, I turned on red and it, it was just overpowering. Did it freak like, you out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine that being a little, little yeah. off putting at first. <laughs> for sure. And then you realize how, um, how bright it actually is and it does change your feel and your mood because then you start thinking about all the people outside because i live in an apartment so all the people outside are probably seeing this light show happening and they're like what's going on i think they just think you're interesting and cool i don't know come on over it's great (laughs) it's just parties me sitting on the couch with uh you know a bunch of red and blue lights (laughs) i love Uh, it um but i have seen a, a huge uh benefit, at least for myself. Um, I programmed a scene at my own house that does, um, it kind of mimics the sunrise Mm -hmm. and it goes from, um, red on the east side of the house all the way to the west. So it, it literally mimics it with my, um, my table lamps. You just blew my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, A little bit. Does it help you wake up in the morning? I have a tough time in the winter. Yeah. I always have a tough time. So, I mean, I I have birds that come on slowly and like birds chirping. Sounds majestic. 
It is. Like you live in a fairy tale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it tends to just make me go back to sleep. So I just turn <laughs> the lights off. It's a little too peaceful. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, this is serene. Yeah. And I'm all warm and cuddly. <laughs> it has the opposite effect. <laughs> yeah. So maybe like rage metal. And, I, know, yeah. I need like a marching band to get me out of bed in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Or a giant dog to jump at me. Whatever works. Yeah, I'm not a morning person. No. Oh, no. no never been a morning person. No. I burn that mid- midnight oil hard. Big time. Yeah. I, th- I think it's the creative types, you know? Yeah. You just maybe. like the silence of night. I don't yeah. know. Always been that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, cool. All right. Well, where are we going from here? Let's see. I don't know. Who or what has been the most influential part of your career? AJ? Uh, well, I think for me, uh, you know, just having been the, the, a family business for me, I grew up in it. Mm-hmm. So watching my dad, watching, uh, you know, him grow the business and the work ethic, you know, I grew up working where it's it's not a five day work week; it's a six or seven day work week, and, and that's still the case today. So, yeah. um, but it was just a very old school upbringing in terms of you know my grandfather was an immigrant from Europe, came through and landed in Chicago. Him and my grandmother they spoke they spoke um, seven languages each. Oh, so wow. very very well known in the mostly Polish community, but mm-hmm. very diverse. Um, so I think um, just having that upbringing was very um, big for me and kind of my outlook on, on work and everything else. Um, but there's a lot of pride there, too. You know, my grandfather passed away in the early 90s. People still in the community ask for him or ask about him, you oh, know, wow. even to this day, you know, 30 years later or whatnot. So wow. uh, I guess that's a long-winded answer for uh, the question. But, um, you know, I look to influence, too, from, like, people we work with, designers, builders. I like to see, you know, the selections they make and I try to look at it from a from a builder's perspective you know people who are working with us yeah I like to see kind of their process not only the products that, that we sell yeah. which, which is pretty you know broad but you know there's a lot of other decisions that I'd like to be involved with and see how they make that decision just in case you know if I was ever on that side of things or whatever the case may be so I always find that interesting and I think it helps me and our team do a better job when you look at it from the other side yeah and so um, I try to stress that to, you know, all of our locations, you know, because I course. think if you think that way, yeah. you can service that client a lot better and, and, and truly, um, you know, have a different perspective on it. So, yeah, not mm-hmm. only that, I mean, continue your grandfather's legacy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's cool. So, yeah, he, uh, you know, I was very young when he passed away, but everything that I've heard and, you know, it's been incredible. And then, uh, yeah, my dad's just been, uh, I mean, crazy seven days a week, you know, so <laughs> if I take a Sunday off, it's, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it, gives, it gives me a weird look, you know. Yeah. So yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, Come on. yeah he doesn't yeah. understand. So, but it's it's <laughs> it's um it's been really good, and uh, I've learned a lot. So it's been good. Awesome. Yeah. That's a good answer. I like that answer. Thank you. Um, yeah, I guess who has been most influential for me? Um, you know, I when deciding or whether or not to go out on my own and partner with uh, my partner Jacqueline Wake. Um. You know, my parents are very much safe route people. My yeah. dad's like, oh my gosh, you know, I was getting job offers. He's like, take that job, you're crazy. I'm like, but if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. You yeah. know, um, I was 32 at the time. So I'm like, whatever, I can do this. And um, my sister's like, shut up, do it. You're smart, you're capable. Like, stop being weird and just do it. And I'm like, okay. Like, because sometimes you just need that. You yeah. need somebody to just like step, stand behind you and push you. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, and so she definitely did that for me, which is, I'd, I'd say, would be the most influential because otherwise I would have been like, all right, Dad, I'm going to take this safe route and yeah. and be in an office every day. And I would have been 
less happy. So how was that process for you? Like starting a business? Yeah. So I definitely uh, got lucky. So Jacqueline, um, excuse me, Jacqueline approached me in January of 2017 to partner with her. Yeah. And I wasn't ready. I was scared. I was like, oh my gosh, Um, that's, that's a lot. I got a good thing at my current firm. We're fine. Come April, they let me go. (laughs) So I was like, oh, okay. All right. So I needed to figure it out. So I'm like an entrepreneur by force, I suppose. Um, but I, so I was like, hey, Jack, um, she was in Switzerland at the time. I'm like, I'm talking to other people. Um, you know, what, what, you know, should you, do you want to do this? Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, thank God. <laughs> she's like, thank God. <laughs> she's like, I was so bummed. She's like, I, I didn't know what to do. She's like, cause she, so she had been in business for four and a half years, I want to say mm-hmm. at that time. Um, and, uh, and she was just, you know, it was hard on her splitting time between Switzerland and Chicago, as you yeah. can imagine, uh, clients like to see people, um, especially when you're giving them hundreds of thousands of dollars and it's a very intimate experience, what we do for you. Right. It's you, a lot of flight time. It's a lot of flight time. Um, but anyway, so um, with that, we we came together. We changed the name of the company to White Lafray. We just kept going. Um, it's been a learning process. Um, yeah. I'm working from home, which yep. is the best thing in the whole world. I have I have my dogs as my coworkers, and nice. they can be a little bossy and loud at times. It's but understandable. I can handle it. You know, Good I can bark back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, they. It's it's good and you know and I we're lucky to have incredible showrooms to come visit like yeah. Studio Forty One we have the Merchandise Mart um, the Design Center there they let you like utilize there and bring clients if you need to do a large presentation I mean yeah. EJ's let me camp out in his basement and choose hardware for about hours on ends too with clients so it's good you know um, we we're gonna start charging rent by the way I feel that's like. okay it's <laughs> worth that it's okay, worth okay, it okay, what, okay. what is it twenty five cents an hour oh see she's much better at this. yeah, yeah. She's I'm, great I'm a power yeah. negotiator but you know over start the course low. of a year, yeah, that could add up. So we'll it think could. about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not all, not all quarters. Quarters okay, I'll, add I'll up. I'll send you an email with uh, the invoice. Okay. okay. Sounds good. <laughs> um, I'll be sure to uh, let that go to my junk mail. That sounds good. Um, I um, So, yeah. And then, you know, it's crazy because creatives, as I, I think I am, um, I'm, I get lost in my like design world. I'm like, oh, I could spin and I can draw an AutoCAD for hours and hours and hours and hours on end. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to, I have to reconcile my accounts and I have to pay sales tax this month and I have to, you know, uh, make sure invoices are paid. And yeah. it's 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 a there's a lot to it. Yeah. I mean, um, but I found that. I might be more analytical than I like that I previously had thought because yep. I really enjoy the nitty gritty of it. Yep. Like I love getting out my calculator and be like, okay, this is it. This is the bottom line and this is it. And oh yeah, like we had a good month and yeah. And yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoy that, but it's, it's scary. It's a lot of pressure and you know, you're responsible for, um, you know, yourself you yeah. don't have that cushy paycheck coming in every month right. from somebody else. Right. And, uh, but it's been good. It's been really rewarding. So yeah. I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine ever going back for anybody else. I, I, I hope never to. <laughs> totally understand that. Yeah. Oh, man. What is one of the most bizarre requests you've ever gotten? Have you gotten some weird stuff, EJ? You I know, mean, I feel like I've been in, talking mm-hmm. about toilets. So, yeah, <laughs> a lot of weird questions. Um, 
you know, bizarre wise, I, th- I just feel like um, there's so many scenarios that we go through each and every day. It, it can come from yeah. so many different angles. And, you know, I'm trying to think of a funny specific story, but it's just, you know, we, um, because of who we are, we get involved in so many different things. We get pulled into, you couldn't even imagine, things that has nothing to do with uh, plumbing or hardware, but yeah. people come to us, which I guess is a good thing, right? Yeah. And so we kind of get involved in a lot of different scenarios and 99.9% of the time we take care of it one way or the other. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think um, it's a very personal experience for people. So I think, you know, some... Sometimes men or women prefer maybe to talk to uh, a man or a woman um, about, you know, their bathroom, right? Which is totally understandable. So I've had, you know, requests like that, which you wouldn't even think. And, and I totally get it. Um, you know, but bizarre wise, I'm trying to think of a really crazy scenario. I don't know, Melinda, are you... Do I have anything? You have something more have something like specific? Kinda, maybe. Yeah. I um well, I've always gotten some weird some weird things. Yeah. And some things I won't even mention because, you know, I don't want to embarrass my clients. Right. But. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have the same thing too. Do you? So, yeah. yeah. I, I mean I mean you're some we were in we're in every aspect of their lives, right? Mm-hmm. I mean you become really good friends and at the end of a job, people you kinda get sad. You're used to seeing my face in your home once a week. Yeah. Right? Um and our projects take a year to yeah. complete if sometimes less sometimes more but i mean the reality is the planning starts and then we go you know it's it's a process right yeah. um but i i'd like to say that my most bizarre request and i don't know if it's bizarre but most flattering is that i had a client ask if i wanted to go on a date with her brother-in-law oh cool yeah and i did oh. so um it took us 10 months to get to that date but uh we've been together almost three years oh wow so, yeah oh nice. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. so you'd say that that it worked, worked out. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, out. best okay. client. Yeah, best yeah. client ever. Yeah, not bad. Yeah. So, I, so I, do you see that client regularly? Yeah, now? yeah. Oh, okay. I, see, I see her pretty regularly now. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's uh, she's a she's a keeper. He's a keeper. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I, I've gotten similar requests. Of I, course I'm not, you have. Yeah, currently, you know, uh, involves anyone at that level. Yeah. But you know, it's you do because you get in front of a lot of people. Yeah. But it worked out for you, that which is great. Yeah. That's. Um, I imagine that EJ gets date my granddaughter every day. Right. Well, I yeah. had a, well I had a scenario. It was more. It was funny. <laughs> I guess it's on a podcast. Whatever. You know, it's. Um, you know, I was talking to a woman. This is a while back. She was, you know, maybe a little bit, a little bit older or whatever it is, sure. and and. and I think I maybe come across a little bit older than I what I am. I was he only does. 20, I was He's only, very mature for his age. I was only yeah. twenty three at the time, so I was. They were trying to set me up with someone who was about double my age, which which is fine. But it was funny at the time. Was so she cute though? I, I I don't know. I imagine so. Oh, but, okay. but when I told her how old I was, she kind of okay. figured it out. So I was like, you know, I, I'm flattered, but you know, <laughs> I may be a little too young, you know, at that level. But not that I'm against it at all. Yeah. But it was I'm funny. still going out to clubs. You don't want at me. that level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Many years ago, many years ago. You never but know. It was, it was she funny. might have wanted to it go was out last to a club with you. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah. It was yeah. it was last week. Yeah. No, no, no. Those days are past. Those days are past. <laughs> oh, come on. You, know, you go out every once in a while. Just every once in a while. Oh man. So, what is your favorite part of your job? Um, I think you've made mention to the fact that you get to work with designers mm-hmm. and um, get to work in spaces and be creative. Yeah, I, I mean, I get really excited about the development side. You know, Melinda was talking about all the like, the back uh, and sort of business aspects, which are which are really challenging. You know, insurance and uh, all the employees we have, and we have, um, you know, at any given day between seven eight hundred employees across yeah. our manufacturing and all, and everything else. So there's a lot of scenarios that come across throughout the day between HR and 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 dealing with different personalities and drama, which can 
can be challenging. Yeah. But the you know the the great parts of the business is when you're going out, you're getting a new job, you're getting a new client, mm-hmm. you're making new relationships. That's the exciting part. Yeah. And then it's about once you get that, okay, how do we bring them in? How do we service them? Yeah. How do we you know do all the backside part of it, which is really the challenging part. You know, yeah. for me. I love interfacing. I love going out and meeting new people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that for me is my favorite part of it. Um, and then luckily we've got a great team in place to kind of operationally kind of work with all of our clients. So that's, that's really key for me. Um, and um, yeah, just like the growing aspect for me is really exciting. We just mm-hmm. uh, opened a new location in Palatine, which is in the Western suburbs. Mm-hmm. It's a 30,000 square foot showroom. Wow. Uh, it's an old car dealership, which oh, wow. tends to be a trend for us. Our first location in Highland Park was um, not an abandoned um car dealership but it was an old antique uh, car dealership used to have the batmobile there from the movies and that whole deal um so they tend to be great spaces for what we do um so that's super exciting it just opened up we'll be having a grand opening in april so everyone from rndd will be invited for sure studio Um, 41 parties are always good oh this will be the biggest one to date so uh, (laughs) mark on your calendars by mid-april or so we'll start sending uh, invitations out um probably mid-february or march Uh, so look forward to that but uh, the events are always fun too. I enjoy that aspect of it as well. You know, so always a great crowd. I got so immersed in what he did, was saying. What yeah. is the question I'm supposed to be answering? I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> I was talking. You know, with the we still have glitter from uh, a party oh we did uh, two, two years, years ago. ago. We still have in the vanities. I mean, I'm never doing glitter again. Nope. <laughs> glitter so stays. Anyone who wants it's like to bring sand. glitter or you know, I think Jill may have brought some glitter. I don't even remember, but I'm going to blame her. But we still have glitter in the shower room, and it really, you know. Jill saying no. Right. Jill saying that she did not bring the glitter. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's the case. I think she did. So. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, um, but we party hard. You're right. Yeah, we, had, I, we have a good time. Yeah, I, it's uh, it's the industry. Yeah. you know, we work mm-hmm. hard, play hard. For that, sure. is that's such a cheesy phrase, but couldn't yeah, be more is. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it is true. Yeah. So, so the question is, um, you know, what's the favorite? Uh, what's your favorite part of your business? My favorite part of my business. Jeez, so many things. Um, I, I I guess it's the people. Um, I know that's weird, but I just. You know, I was a bartender forever. Uh, started, you know, I was a server and, until 20, I turned 21 and then they threw me behind the bar and I, I never left until probably 10 years later. And I le- the best part about that job was just talking to people. Yeah. Right? Getting to know people, getting, you know, people love to talk to their bartender, right? I know I do. So <laughs> um, I like the people. I like getting to know what makes people work. I like seeing how they live, how I can make that better, mm-hmm. you know, really elevate their lifestyle and um, you know it's the most rewarding part is being able to change someone's life I know it's so silly to say but I mean we really do we it's the most intimate thing is I get to choose what sheets you sleep in and you know yeah. that's that's saying something and yeah. and um, and I'm lucky to do it so it's really the people I yeah. I, I love meeting new people yeah I think and, and just to build off that too it really for us we're really happy when someone after the project is done they go back and say, I wouldn't have changed anything. That's a great feeling, right? Right. Because you because there are in, in construction times where um, not everything does go 100%, right? But when yeah. those situations do occur, it's, it's really exciting. And so, um, you know, I was going to mention earlier, we worked on um, an ESPN personalities uh, house. His name's David Kaplan. Him and his wife came in. We did their whole kitchen and bath. And, um, you know, she was talking about her experience. And she said, I, I wouldn't have done one thing differently. So it was yeah. a great feeling at that point. At that point. Um, so just to build off that, I, I forgot no, to I like mention it. that earlier. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a wonderful feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to go back really quick because you were Let's talking about sheets. Yeah. Mm. 
what's what's the deal with thread count? Just really quick. I just, what's yeah, the, what's the deal? What's the real story yeah. on thread count? I want to Let's know. dive deep. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it's so for me, thread count's important, but I also get weird on the weave. Oh. Okay. So let's just flip the script a little bit yeah, and get different weave. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I love a sateen weave. Okay. Um, and I like. I like a hundred percent cotton mm-hmm. high thread count. So 1200. So, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. And a satin weave. Okay. So breathable, super silky. Um, yeah. and it won't, since it's woven that way, the way that that's actually woven, it won't lose that, that hand. Really? Yeah. So that's what I recommend. And you guys did a bed at the uh, event, the Chicago oh, Luxury Beds. A yeah. shout out to our fellow RNDD uh, member. Uh, Chicago Ooh. Luxury Beds. Yeah. So every May they put on, um, with RNDD, um, uh, Dreaming of Design. So we were lucky enough to participate this year, and we we went for it. We built a beautiful custom walnut um, bed with these giant drawers that I could certainly fit in myself. Um, on either side, with a banging metal headboard, and yeah, we just went crazy, and we had a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, I think we'll, we'll want to do that event again. Yeah. It's good fun. Yeah, they do... I think we had our mattress was seventy thousand dollars. Was wow. the mattress? I felt pretty privileged. Yeah. To for, that, my custom bed uh, held that. Yeah. So. What, um, what makes a mattress that expensive? So it's the way that it's constructed. So okay. there's so many layers that are all hand stitched. Um, all the goose downs are plucked. You know, they're they're. Yeah. I don't know whatever the little quill is taken off if that's the proper term I don't know um they use horsehair they use all sorts of organic materials um I'm not the one to educate you on that sure go to you know Chicago luxury beds on wells <laughs> I don't think I could afford that I heard but. Jill bought well, that bed actually Jill oh, did, did she? that bed she? I, I don't she know she has one her. she has yeah. a bed from there though right oh, yeah I thought she yes. was the one okay. yeah now my my uh my particular client um uh, I had a client, the most that they ever spent on a bed there was like 15000 and yeah. it's, it's worth every penny. Yeah. Spend a lot of time there. You have to you, wake up feeling that. feeling right, so yeah. Yeah. it's an investment. It's a third of your life. I mean, you spend more on a car, yeah, right? Yeah, it's true. Just, it's, and when I mean, you really... You, you change you, cars sometimes sure. every three years. When you really so. break it down, you know, and this is, I, I guess this is another part that I love about my job is is really finding what... what what people place value in, right? right? So people will spend money on things that they find valuable to them. So yeah. me personally, I won't buy, a, you know, a, I don't know, what's a very, a Maserati. That's, that's not going to do it for me. Um, but I will spend $100,000 on shoes. <laughs> and, you know, um, I'll spend, <laughs> I certainly yeah. spend, I spend a lot of money on um, when I go out to dinner and, and you know, I, I don't think twice about a like you know great bottle of wine yeah. you know it's it's all well, about it's the experience, the experience. Right. it's where we where we place that value and what more where what is more valuable than your everyday home experience right right, right. like how when you walk into your home you need to reset for the day you need to be able to take on the world yeah and so when you are remodeling or purchasing a home or you know building a home from scratch or whatever it might be um, people find value in different things. People mm-hmm. will spend $100,000 on a bed, but spend 200 or maybe let's say 20 grand on an appliance package, right? Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, I don't cook and it looks pretty. I don't care, but yeah. I spend a lot of time in bed. Yeah. So there's, you know. Yeah. I mean, it takes, it takes, um, 
someone to be convinced too. They have to be told, you know, because not talk them into it. Sort yeah. of. Well, not talking into <laughs> it. It's the education. Explaining because it's the education. Afterwards, yeah. they said, "I wish I would have done. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have spent the money on this." And the people that that do get things that are of good value, like I'm really happy that I I did do the investment in this. One hundred percent. It's sometimes difficult on the front end to explain that, and it's not about making a bigger sale. It's truly about. Um, because there's a lot of times where we'll recommend products that are less expensive because we're like, hey, it's not worth it on this particular one. You can sure. get this. But there are certain things that you do want to spend the money on. So I think that's a huge part of the you know, design process and to gain people's trust, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's working with a professional, getting the right education mm-hmm. to actually narrow down those options. Yeah. Um, and um, sorry, keep, I keep no, plugging Studio 41. Yeah, but I they, uh, they host, um, yeah, they host CEUs, right? So they educate you on their products. So they'll yep. have like a Moen rep come in or a Dornbrock rep and they, they talk about those products, educate you on why their product's superior, right? Yeah. So this product doesn't have plastic valves. It has, you know, right. copper valves and yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's low flow and this, and it'll save you that. So there's so many aspects and I'm not educated enough to, to discuss it at the yeah. moment, but um, I'll attend one of his CEUs and I'll know so much more. Well, I think that's a huge part <laughs> of it. And so much of our, of our business is just service, you know, right. um, at the end of the day, there's, there's a lot of people who sell what we sell. There's a lot of, um, uh, designers, there's a lot of everything, right? But it's about a matter of who you want to work with, um, the yeah. product mix, but the service too, which is huge. And that's, yeah. that's where we pride ourselves. So I think that's the biggest part of the whole experience. All of it. I mean, yeah. we are 100% a service industry. I, yeah. um, just going back to bartending, yeah. I wouldn't have given up that experience for anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, you really learn how to just multitask, deal with people. Mm-hmm provide a service because at the end of the day interior design is yeah you're you're making something pretty and functional and whatever but you're you're providing a service you yeah. want to make sure that people felt taken care of and seen and heard and of course and deliver so that's well, fun ej made mention to this earlier but um i think this was the first time in how long that you've turned your phone off oh, oh. that's true <laughs> yeah well no it was i said three years and maybe it was longer but i you know it's um it's it's a pretty liberating feeling right now, you yeah. know, just being uh, with the headphones on here and, and doing this whole thing. So just tuning out. But but the, you know what though, it's it's you were saying technology earlier, right? And that, that's something that's not going away. So you know, people in our industry in our fields, you're you're competing against uh, all sorts of things. So you yeah. have to make yourself available all the time. Of course, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. You know, yeah. designers like Melinda may be working at midnight or one o'clock in the morning, and then you've got. The contractors and plumbers are up at 5.30 or 6 in the morning. Yep. And so it's different, almost different time zones of working with different people, right? So you couldn't be more right. You yeah. know, and, and you're interfacing with them too. So it's, it's a 24-hour-a-day it's job. And if you're not, then you're knocking ahead. You're not really, you know, you're not advancing. You'll probably, you know, stay pretty pretty static. So I think um, you have to be excited about what you do. You have to love to grow because it, it's, a, it's a full day commitment. Yeah. You know? And so that's being on your phone all day, right? So all it's it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's fun. So this is kind of a tangent, but to go off of that, how do you manage the work-life balance? Is um, there such a thing? No. No, there's yeah. not. <laughs> Loaded question, really. <laughs> you know, I think if you can sort of combine it all, right, like a lot of things that we do are, are fun. You know, it's it's fun yeah. social networking. It's things like this, you know, and, yeah. and I'm lucky we're in this area. You know, there's so many great places in the area. I live in the area. I go to a health club down the street. So for me, my life's very convenient in terms of logistics. Yeah. But when you're involved in this stuff, you know, 
we get invited to events for Lux Magazine and this magazine and sporting events. Yeah. I mean, you get flown to different states for trainings. Sometimes Italy. Yeah. I mean, we have a good life. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of benefits and, yeah. and things that you know manufacturers do and different trips. So it's a lot of fun. And I know. You know, I won't speak for, for Melinda, but, you know, designers have how many hundreds and thousands of miles do you probably have uh, oh, built gosh. up? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Millions, I, maybe. I, my car is not even two years old, I won't tell you. Oh, not not driving miles. Oh, flying, flying miles, miles. <laughs> from all the purchases and everything else. I, I've oh, talked yeah. to people who have, like, yeah. millions. I We're mean, doing it's, well. It's, it's good. Yeah. So that's yeah. an exciting part on that side, too. You yeah. get to take advantage of certain things. And so try to balance it as much yeah. as possible so you can uh, uh, work with a smile every day. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. How many miles do you have on your car? That's what I was asking. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, okay. Here's just a, a small example. Um, so I live in the city. Mm-hmm. I live uh, by UIC in the University Village, uh, the old produce market. And I drove there to Piatone to see one of my cabinet manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Drove from Piatone to Rosemont, mm-hmm. Rosemont to Elgin, Elgin to Northbrook, to then Winneka, back down to the city into the Gold Coast mm-hmm. and then over to the west side of the city. Okay. Back down to the Merchandise Mart area where we are, you know, right now yeah. River North and then home. So Every day? No, no, uh, not every day. I was going to say. But that's that's, that's a right. Re- I mean, that's a month a month, once a month, maybe yeah. twice depending on the volume of projects that we're doing with those particular vendors. Yeah. Wow. I do a lot of footwork and um, you know, it's I like it cuz every day is different. Every day is the same in some mm-hmm. aspect, but it's different. Like I I get out, I run around, I see people, I see clients, I see vendors, I see, you know, yeah. I go to the wood shop, I'm like in there, like covered in sawdust. I love it. Like today after this, I'm dressed in black, but I'm going to go to a, a job site and I'm going to come out looking gray. Like I'm going to be covered in, <laughs> in drywall dust and I love it and I don't care. Wouldn't yeah. change it. You know, it's my favorite days when I get dirty. Yeah. 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 No, I, you know, I, um, my commute's a little short. It's about uh, a ten-minute walk. I drive if it's below thirty-five degrees. Yeah, of course. he's, he's like a cold weather. Of course. Um, but you know, I just got offered some really cool trips uh, through some different vendors. Um, hoping to go to um, Australia, actually. Not, I mean, unfortunately, there's things going on there. But in yeah. the next year or so, it's a long flight. It's a long flight. I haven't done that before, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, I can do it. Um, and then the other one is uh, Japan for uh, oh, wow. Toto, which is one of our big manufacturers. Yeah. So. That'll be uh, really exciting, and um, definitely want to take advantage of that. Yeah. And then uh, Kitchen and Bath shows next next week in Vegas. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Are you going? I am going. Are you going? Mm, I don't know. You should go. It's I fun. know. We talked about it. I don't know. We yeah. we're Jan- it's weird. January is really busy for us right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I leave, the sky might fall. Yeah, it's tough. So, it's yeah, tough. it's only yeah. a couple of days. I know. We'll see. So that's like the work work balance. Work work work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But Vegas is you know. Yeah. Two days and you're out. You yeah. Back, yeah. You know? I, I can spend a half a day there and feel True. satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. It's a short flight. So. Oh, it's, yeah, yeah. No time at all. That's easy. Yeah. But Nothing unless, like Australia. Unless you want to go out and, you know, experience the nightlife. No. Maybe EJ. Yeah. That I'm ship in, has I, sailed for me. I'm in bed by, I'm in bed by <laughs> 930. I, I can't keep up these days. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Well, all right, guys. Thank for thank you for coming on today. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, thanks. That was fun. Look forward to uh, seeing and hearing more in the future. Absolutely. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. This is fun. Yay! <laughs> I feel like wait. I yeah. feel like I didn't learn anything about you though. Oh, okay. So don't you want to talk point. about yourself? I feel like. I mean, we can. That's I think fine. I think I think we the heard listeners, about his, I think the listeners want to know his, uh, lighting and I mean they want to know about this interesting man with his disco lights and birds chirping right mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Did I just throw you on, throw you on the spot here? A little bit. All That's right. fine. Yeah, he, he <laughs> asked the questions here. We don't ask the yeah, questions. Yeah, I ask the questions. Um, yeah, so we are a bespoke technology company. So um, uh, Silvergate will customize and design um, you know, a program for your house. So it's, it's much like working with designers and with manufacturers. So the funny thing is we're kind of the interface for everything. Um, so we'll take the technology and we pull the strings in the back end and we can make TVs move. We can change the color of the lights. We can have one button that does everything. Um, and we can give that peace of mind and security where they can check in when they are in Australia. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. Um, with that does come a lot of, uh, headaches and a lot of responsibility. Um, because again, we're interfacing with, you know, plumbing, lighting, um, low voltage, electrical, networking, security. Um, you know, if somebody has a motorized TV and it only goes halfway up and you get a phone call because they're outside trying to watch that TV and it's only halfway up, um, you're going to get that phone call on Saturday and, uh, you got to react. So it's been a lot of fun. Uh, we've been doing this for about seven years now and, um, yeah, it's been exciting and everything changes constantly. So have to be up on technology. Technology is obviously always changing and, um, you know, the education aspect. So I have to absorb all this stuff and then translate it for everybody else. So I'm actually kind of fortunate that I'm a nerd that can talk. So that's kind of rare, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll take it. Can that be your new hashtag now? <laughs> a nerd who can talk? <laughs> All right, so 75 bucks. <laughs> yeah, 75 bucks. <laughs> going down. We're going to replace it with something better. We keep yeah. going down in the numbers. I'm going to just, we're going to sit here until it's, you know, really like. We're going to go to the quarter with yeah. me. Right? 25 cents. Yeah. Sure. 25 cents. But our, our focus is seriously to design to hide because what we want to do is showcase, you know, not only products, but make sure that the, um, you know, the technology that we're putting in makes sense. Um, so the end client is going to, hopefully not even notice us. Um, oh. Yeah. So that's the fun part. Um, when you can pull those strings and like nobody thinks about it. Technology ninja. Yeah. Standing out. I yeah. like it. So we want to take all the logic out of you know the client's brain um, in all the steps that they have to do, and then we'll uh, basically just automate it all. So you can just hit one button, good to go. We don't want to be thought about because if we're thought about, something's wrong. So it's like a referee in sports. If you don't, you don't want to. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, <laughs> no flags because that means they did a great job, right? Yep. Same thing. Absolutely. Well, so th- thank, thank you, you for sharing. Yeah. Thank, <laughs> thank you, you for asking. <laughs> so. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Design Insider Podcast, Episode One in the books. Looking forward to growing this with you. And we're really excited. We've got a lot more in store for you. So stay tuned.